Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. Today we're speaking with Iva Locke. Now, Iva cares deeply about affecting change in people's lives. I've had the pleasure of knowing him for a number of years now, and he truly does live uh, true to his purpose. His life purpose is to inspire individuals to break through their invisible boundaries in order to reveal what their true magnificence actually is. Now, after seeking change in his own life and experiencing a transformational shift to psychology, he actually went on to become a licensed Bob Proctor presenter and is now an international number one best-selling author and a peak performance coach with no other than Tony Robbins. Now, for Tony, he actually coaches people at, at really the highest level, which is Platinum par- Partner and Master Elite. Now, Evil specializes in coaching uh, company directors, corporate C-suite, managers, and business owners, and he empowers them by being able to radically shift their psychology and really just how to best manage their emotional stress levels so that they're living outside their comfort zone and that living outside the comfort zone eventually becomes part of who they are, part of their identity. With an engineering background and an engineering mind, he helps his clients to really logically plan out a strategy that will work so that they have the best chance of success in their personal and professional endeavors. And he does this through helping them uh, structure their thoughts and really just plan out their coming weeks in a very unique way which allows them to have massive focus and increased productivity. He's actually now done over 10,000 coaching sessions. That's 10,000 coaching sessions and has been affecting change in hundreds of individuals throughout the world. And he really does live true to his purpose. So if we could please welcome to the show, Eva. Come on in. How are you doing? Thank you very much, Ben, and uh, welcome, uh, welcome everybody. I, I just love being here. And uh, thank you, Ben, for allowing me to impact thousands of more people's lives. And I am truly <laughs> living my purpose, absolutely. That's it. Now, mate, I think I managed, during your intro, to say your name four different ways. So hopefully, <laughs> I've got one of them correct. Now, I know you said say it however I want, but I think I said it four different ways. <laughs> well, is you, it. You, you know, isn't it a beautiful thing? You know, um, what's, in a, what's in a name really? I mean, you know, I coach internationally. I, I, I've got different people with different accents. So how can I expect my clients to conform to my belief system of what my name is? It's impossible. I mean, you know, we had the conversation beforehand, and you can't even conform to my name right as it is. So it's okay. I'm, I'm not about the name. Um, I'm really about the, the work at, at the end of the day. Yeah. So... So again, thank you, thank you so much. I, I really am honoured. Ultimately, <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Now, uh, for those people who are out there, maybe they've got a, a, a copy of your recent number one international bestseller, "Elevate Your Success," and perhaps they're holding it in their hand. Maybe they're not, or maybe they've never met you before at all, and they're just tuning in fresh today. So, just tell us why? Why are you so passionate? 
why is it this thing? Why why are you so passionate about helping people elevate their success in their life? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's actually quite an interesting story. Maybe I um, um, it's 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 a bit of a, a story that goes back in time. Um, when I was about sixteen years old, my sister got me to do a um, a list when she said, "Really, so what do you want to be when you thirty? And you know, that's that's like a um, you know, a lifetime away for any 16-year-old, um, especially for the 16-year-olds that might be listening to that or even the 60-year-olds that might be listening to that. Um, really, it was being able to write down things on a list and just say, you know, I want to be this by the time I'm 30. And when I did it, uh, I didn't know what it was. I hadn't done personal development. I hadn't done anything to do with with knowing how to set a goal, how to achieve success, knowing your purpose or anything else, I just did it. And it was only when I actually got into personal development um, when I was about 30 years old, strange enough, isn't that an interesting number? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I look back, and I remember Steve Jobs actually saying this, you know, you can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. And when I started doing personal development, I started to realize, wait a minute, these, these certain things that have happened in my life that I can contribute or attribute at least to what I wrote down on that list. And I went back and I looked at the list, and I probably achieved about 90% of the list, if not 100%. Um, certain things like the car that I drove. I wanted my first car to be a BMW. I have no idea why. I wanted to get married when I was 28. Guess what I did? I got married when I was 28. Um, I wanted to move to Australia. Yes, I'm Australian, and I moved to Australia. And it's interesting how even although we go through all of this and, and talk about, yes, how do we get to a point? It really starts with the dream. It really starts with really wanting to achieve something and having the deep desire to achieve it. Um, and it, it comes back to a book that I remember reading uh, by Napoleon Hill, Thinking Grow Rich, where he talks mm-hmm. about um, having definiteness of purpose, having that desire, ultimately. So, so for me, um, you know, personal development has shifted and transformed my life completely. For me, this is to help other people transform their lives because we're living way below our potential, Ben. Would you agree? We're living really Absolutely. way below our potential. Um, I think and, a lot of people do, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and even right now, I'm looking at life and saying, where I am right now, I'm still living my life below my potential. So it, it, it's ever-changing, ultimately. And so what do you do with people that are you know, living below their potential? Because, I mean, there's people there now that are listening in, and they're thinking to themselves, all right, so he says I need a dream but like how do I find the dream and what do I do about it? Like, you know, what's the practical step that I could take if, if I don't even have a dream right now? Sure, absolutely. Well, I, I think it, it comes down to, to being able to, to just sit down and to be still and to, and to just begin to write. And I always give my clients a, a little bit of an exercise uh, and if you've been a client of mine before and listening in, you probably understand that I've done this with you before, which is to sit down and actually just write down a dream list. And we, we call it the Dreamless 100. 
And it's basically about being able to write down everything that you want to be, do, and have without limitation and without judgment. Um, it's very important to have no limitation and no judgment because you need to tap in and not judge what's coming out of your mind because we have a lot of preconceived beliefs about we, what we can and what we can't achieve. And you just got to allow it to flow out. So that's the very first step, which is to really 100% sit down and write as much as you can down on paper. And once you've done that, that's where the real magic happens. I can guarantee you right now, Ben, whatever I've said in the book about all of the next steps, just doing this one step will change your life. So I just so I sit down, I grab a pen, I just write out my dream 100. So the top 100 things yep. that I would most love to have completed or achieved at some point in this life. Yes. Brilliant. All right. So that's, I mean that's a that's a very practical starting point for people. What else is the next step? So what do they do after that? I've got my dream 100. What do you What do you advise now? Okay. So so everybody says, well, how do I achieve my dreams? And it's really about then being able to say, well, how do we make your dream list become real? And the only way you can make your dream list become real is by sitting down and saying, okay, so what, what do I commit to? What do I actually want to achieve out of this list? What is achievable? And that's why I always say go through your list and sort of pull out some things. Uh, pull out what, what do you think you can achieve out of the list that might be one year? What would be three years? Uh, and nothing over three years because the things over three years I always say are going to be dreams anyway. And um, I have a, a certain amount of, of uh, cutoff, if you want to put it that way. And I don't believe that anybody can plan really past three years. Uh, as much as uh, um, you know, somebody can attempt to plan for three years, a lot happens in, in life in three years. So um, it's really about being able to really say, okay, so what, what can we do in a year and then take what you want to achieve in a year and then break that down again, ultimately. Nice. So, so really, I mean, having clarity of that step or at least what you're aiming for sounds pretty important. And obviously, as you're, as you're explaining here, it seems like it really is a critical first step. In all the years you've been doing this and all the thousands of hours you put into it, what are some of the reasons that we don't get started? I mean, why do people get stuck? Why don't they move? What's going on in their brain or their body or what's happening? Sure, absolutely. What I find is that a lot of the times um, that people get stuck or they don't make movement, it really comes down to their belief systems about what they can and they can't achieve. Um, there's something that we talk about, the, the two greatest fears in life. And the two greatest fears in life is that will never be loved, and that we're never good enough, uh, or we're not good enough. So one of the things that I, that I do in my coaching is that we really go in to really almost pull out and eradicate not being good enough. And it's interesting because even although I coach uh, clients that are highly, or highly successful already, it's amazing how many t- times they've never ever worked on that belief that, is, that they're not good enough. But once you eradicate that belief that you're not good enough, it really opens the floodgates open to your potentiality of actually being able to do more, ultimately. So there is another process that I do with my clients um, that I can't obviously, we can't get into this, else we'll make it an hour podcast instead of a half an hour (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Um, 
but there is another process that, that, that I do with my clients. It takes about 45 minutes, and it has quite a transformational shift in their lives. Uh, it's very, very simple to do, and um, it, it's amazing the results they have, and they're almost like the awakening once they actually have that relief, release or relief from that, from that uh, belief system that they've had before of not being good enough. Got it. So at the, at the core of it all, uh, the biggest fear, as you're saying, is that people are walking around saying that I'm unlovable or I'll never be loved or I'm just not good enough. And then that really does express itself as procrastination, stagnation, not moving and so on. Is that kind of a, the, the belief then creates the action or really the inaction that's occurring in people's lives? 100%. Um, you know, and, and we call beliefs a whole lot of different things. Uh, we call it paradigms. We call it limiting beliefs. We call it traditions. Whatever they are, they, they are still sort of like and almost sometimes ancestral in, in a way, something that has been passed on through generations uh, or something that we've actually created through trauma or even been created through, through our own view of the world or our own perception of the world. Um, and we can only make progress according to the belief systems that we have, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, imagine if we believe the world is always flat. What would happen then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like a rule book, isn't it? I mean, it's a set of rules almost that we live our life by, but we're not even aware we're doing it most of the time. This is it. Most people are not even aware that they have unconscious beliefs. Um, and when it comes to, 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 to releasing not being good enough, most people actually don't even know that they're not good enough. So when it comes to that, so, so say to the people out there, they're aware of these beliefs, they've set some goals maybe, but they're not kind of busting through. Is there a, a little technique? I know you have a lot of very comprehensive processes that have incredibly deep and transformative effects and I also know that a lot of our listeners can um, find out more in the articles that you write and the, the information that you share on your website. And I'll just spell that out for our listeners. Uh, I-V-O-R, and you can pronounce that however you like, um, L-O-K. So I-V-O-R-L-O-K dot com is actually uh, your website. And I know there there's free resource and information. But just for our listeners who are online right now, and they want to do something tonight. So they stop listening to this, they want to do something tonight. Is there a process or a technique or a meditation or is, is there something that you would advise them to do if, if they were ever going to be able to start chipping away at these two core beliefs of I'm unlovable or I'm not good enough? Sure, absolutely. I, I mean, the, the thing is, uh, is ultimately ask yourself, does it come up? And, and be real with it because you can only take out a belief if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's real. Um, and, uh, you know, the, I haven't yet found a, a way of being able to do what I call a self, a self implementation of removing the belief. I mean, um, Ben, you might have one. Um, I'm not quite sure. Um, but the thing is, is from perspective of, of, it's always good to be able to go through and actually have it, have somebody ask you about and, and do the regression with somebody because, what that actually does, it allows you not to actually live and, and just to live in the moment and to live in that in 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 the the process rather than actually having to think about the process. Because what actually happens, I'm I'm guiding somebody rather than actually 
doing a certain process is just helping them actually go back in time so they, they can actually establish, so where, where does this belief actually stem from, ultimately? Um, yeah, so nice. Yeah. 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 So, so in, in reality, it's really just for them to just to sit down and say, does this come up? And then actually to go seek help and say, you know something, I need to have some help. I can guarantee if you find the right person, it should take about an hour at least. Just an hour just to remove that belief system ultimately. Got it. So just really just sit with it and, and have awareness around it. You know, I know a lot of people say that the first step to change is awareness. And I think, I think that's what you're really saying there, that people can just sit there and see, does it really play a role in my life? Does it really come up? Is it, is it, is it true for me at the moment? And then if so, they can, you know, take the next steps of, uh, you know, finding a coach or working with someone like you or even working with you and, yeah. uh, and working through that process. Yeah. I like it. Are there any other sort of strategies or techniques or tools or tricks that you'd like to share with our listeners before we, before we wrap it up today? Sure, sure. Well, there was actually a very wise man by the name of Benjamin Harvey that actually said something which actually... <laughs> <laughs> You know, he said something to me the one day and he said, you know something, what do you believe is true that isn't? What do you believe that's true that isn't? Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I I, I, I even use that, Ben, to be very honest, sometimes with my clients because it's such a simple way to say to them, actually have a look at what you're doing and ask the question, where did you find that belief from? How did you get it, ultimately? And I can guarantee you that most people will go, I have no idea where this belief came from at the end of the day. Yeah, nice. So you're yeah, really just seeing that question, what do you believe to be true that isn't? And then, and then investigating, you know, what are the origins of that? Where did that come from? And, and how do we get started with that? I really love it. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up? Any, any other final words for the listeners out there that are hanging off everything you're saying? Is, is there anything else you'd like to share with them? Sure, absolutely. Well, you know, I, I would recommend everybody just to come to my website. Um, they can get my free chapter online. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, not gonna, it's no cost at all. Um, you know, come on, get the ebook, and you'll get a little bit of an expanded version of what, I, what we're speaking about today. And, and then, of course, if you're really interested, um, come on and, and, and have a session with me. Uh, even if you have just a session with me on, on not being good enough, uh, let's do that session, ultimately. Um, and, um, and, you know, really, ultimately, do, do work on yourself because the something that I learned when, when I first started with Bob Proctor was know thyself. Because when you mm. begin to know yourself, you'll be able to change. Um, and investigate, become the investigator, become the detective, become curious about why you do certain things, why you don't do certain things. And I can guarantee you your life will be infinitely better, ultimately. I love it. And just, just on that, just uh, not wanting to put you too much on the spot, but if you could go back in time and tell a younger version of yourself one or two sentences, what, what would you most want to tell a younger version of yourself? Because you mentioned at the start of the interview that you... You know, you jumped in at, uh, at a later stage or, or that you perceived in your life than uh, an earlier stage in your personal development. What would you love to tell a younger version of you? What sort of advice would you say? 
you know, um, I, I think from from perspective, a younger version of me would be just to pay attention and and to listen to the advice that is coming to you, because uh, there's so much great information out there, uh, and uh, it's easy it's easier than you know to be successful. Uh, and I always used to say when I used to run my workshops, the information that I'm teaching you at the moment isn't unique. There's a library of information out there. All you need to do is get a library card, walk into it, find books on successful people or on success, and all the answers in the world are there. Now, that is in the old days. What can we do now, Ben? It's called, well, Google. You know, there's an infinite amount of, amount of information. The, the only thing is that you've got to be able to begin to be holistic and discern about everything. Uh, don't look at just one one person. Look at multiple people and then being able to say, okay, they're saying the same message. They've got to be right at the end of the day. So be discerning. Um, and because we know that sometimes we, we, we look onto Google and some of the information is completely wrong at the end of the day. Yeah. So find somebody that's reputable. Find somebody that you know that you can trust who's been in the industry for a long time, like Ben <laughs> and or Tony <laughs> Robbins or, or myself. Uh, or you, yeah. Or me, you know, people that have, have really done done the journey. Um, there's too many, I think, sometimes in, in the world that we play in, um, sometimes guys that actually come in and say, well, we're going to sell you a program, but we haven't actually done the journey. Go to the people yeah, who have actually yeah. done the journey because they're the ones yeah. that are actually going to be able to tell you exactly what has truly happened at the end of the day. Yeah, a lot of talking heads out there. I think that's great advice. You know, I think uh, people do need to pay attention, and I think you're right. I think one of my favorite quotes is uh, when it comes to learning is that a conversation with a wise person is worth 30 days in the library. And I just think, I think people could save so much time if they just track down mentors who've taken that journey, as you said, and they can sift through a lot of that misinformation. Uh, a dear friend of mine, John D. Martini or Dr. Martini, as his brand goes, he, he, um, he often says it's not that we know so much, it's that we know so much that isn't so. And I think just based on that comment, I think a lot of people are researching stuff that just isn't so, and then they're applying it, wondering why they're not getting a result, because it, it, it can't work, it's not so, you know. So I think that's a very wise statement you've made there. I love it. Yep. So, mate, I'm going to uh, wrap it up. Any final words for the listeners? Anything you'd want to say before we wrap this up? No, just just keep keep you know always say be inspired and uh, and and keep keep looking forward to life because we have a great life, love it, you know. I always say don't love a game, love the game of life at the at, at the end of the day because this is the biggest game that you can play. And uh, I think it was Steve Jobs that actually said it: uh, life isn't a dress rehearsal. Yeah, I really do love that one. Life is not a dress rehearsal. You're quite right. Good one. So go out there and love it. Look, I just want to thank you once again for being on the show. Thanks again for sharing your wisdom. And congratulations on releasing such an incredible book, Elevate Your Success. Uh, for the listeners out there, if you haven't got a copy of it, make sure you do grab a copy as soon as possible. I'm almost certain you can grab a copy from his website. Uh, and again, I'll just explain his website, ivorlok.com. Please go ahead and check that out. So, Ivor, thank you once again for tuning in. Thanks here for being on the show, and it's been an absolute pleasure having you here with us. So thank you so much. The pleasure has been all mine. Thank you very much, Ben. 
So, as always, if you'd like to hear any more uh, about uh, this author or any of the other authors, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash author. And I really want to um, thank you once again for your time. And always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love, that really is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.